When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know what time it is. 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That only means one thing. That means it's time for the good guys, the Steelers Blitz, to get going, to have a little conversation right here on Steelers Nation Radio at beautiful St. Vincent College, located in Latro, PA. And my good friend Wesley Eula, I must say, it is another picturesque day the scene is set the grass is pristine oh it's a hot one out here it is pretty hot and i have jeans on right now you have jeans on on what is i think by far the hottest hottest day day. we've had out here at training camp 2022 that's a bold strategy by you i do not recommend wearing jeans (laughs) to training camp in any day of the week but to pull the curtain back because we are transparent if we're not anything that is what we are sure okay so earlier today, I did have to do some of my uh, Steeler alumni stuff. You know? ah. Every once in a while, they'll call on me. They'll say, hey, Arthur, I need you to put on that polo. You know you know the Steelers polo. I do. I, I only break I it off. Yeah. You only break it off for special occasions. And this one was a new one. Shout out to Reagan. You know, we appreciate you for that. It fits perfectly. It has very breathable material right here. But they called me up and they said, hey, man, we need you to shoot this commercial for, you know, the new Steelers Ford F-150, all the bells and whistles. I mean, it has Wi-Fi built in, you know, a built-in workshop, all this stuff, right? And they said, you're on with Rocky Blyer. Oh. And I said, man. So, so I got to look so, nice Yeah, Rocky. so I started going through my thoughts. I'm like, okay, if this was one of the younger guys, I can go with shorts. If it was like, you know, some middle age, I can go cut off shorts. Right, off shorts. I mean, right, right, right. I said, it's Rocky. I said, I got to go pants. And sure enough, he came out dressed to the top notch you know beautiful pants on i was like yep i'm glad that i put my jeans on but now that that event is over and he's in air conditioning and i happen to be uh, we're out here under the out tent. here in this yeah. tent yeah not the best decision baby so yeah if i pass out or you see me perspiring uh profusely just to know it's the denim we could make uh, Engineer Jacob, you know, run run uh, down to, to Dick's I mean, that is like a rite of passage, right? You're supposed to send the young you a, guys. Get you a pair of you know? shorts. It's like, man, you're not doing anything, right? Come on, young guy, man, go get me something. But I, I try to be a nice. The Westmoreland Mall is about 15 minutes down the and road. And they have upgraded far. it, too, man. Got a theater there now. It's casino like, it's, it's there now. big time, man. Woo! Absolutely. Young, Absolutely. I heard young Jacob spending all his money at the casino there late at night. Well, I heard he's winning a lot of money over there. That's why, you know, I was trying to get him to, to hook me up. You know, I was like, man, I see you got the nice shades on. He got the high-end Ray-Bans, not the regular ones. Ooh. 
the high end with the one. P, with the P on the you, end. You know, it's polarized it's, it's lenses. Ca- it, it capitalized on it, you know? So when I saw it, I said, man, I don't know what they started. I don't know what the, uh, the start out pay is now, but it's clearly a lot more than what it used to be. <laughs> but either way, man, we are here, and it is a beautiful one, though, man. But tell me, man, another day of pads yesterday. Yep. Another day for the da-da-da-da defense. Yep, absolutely. So how you feeling about that? Because I feel like we're going to start doing this check-in every single day. The temperature check. I think it's only right. The temperature check, you know. Defense dominated again. Are we loving another day in a row of the defense getting the best of the offense? Or you still feeling like we need some some little contrast, man? Or is it too soon for the contrast? You let me know, man. No, it's not too soon for the contrast. I think particularly when you consider for the offense – Let's just talk yesterday. Yeah, yeah, just just in a, uh, just yesterday. Yep. No Deontay Johnson still in, mm-hmm. in terms of the, the team drills. Yeah. Chase Claypool being held out, precautionary Correct. reasons. Pat Fryermuth being held out, precautionary reasons. Yeah. Najee Harris was held out from yesterday's practice mm-hmm. for precautionary reasons. So, no, Motsi. In fact, yesterday when seven shots began, I was expecting complete and total domination by the defense yeah. because – as you and I have discussed, that is, you know, that's the unit that's going to carry this team early on in the season. That's How do the we unit. like to say it's going to stir the, the straw that's going to stir be, the drink, gonna be right? Star, the Absolutely. straw that stirs the drink, certainly. Um, while the offense is finding its its way with a lot of moving parts and new quarterbacks and new offensive linemen and all those things, but then when you take that that young offense that's trying to build continuity and you take out their top two wide receivers mm-hmm. and the number one tight end and the number one running back, <laughs> yeah, that's being that's a little shorthanded out there certainly. Um, so I was not surprised that it was a another um, stellar day, another stellar display from the stellar defense. Out no, here. And, I, and I am glad that you. Uh, broke that context down I was trying to see I was I was trying to bait you actually I was going to see if you were just going to react and not even think about that context but I wouldn't expect anything less from you because you are a professional yes you're not one of these jabronis that are out here just you know having a go at it for no reason no 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 we credentialed over here that's right but anywho we're not just we're not just some twitter heroes (laughs) but no um I did, uh, when I was thinking about the seven shots in particular man and just how that dynamic went obviously the offense, you know, was on the, the, the losing end. And yep. it wasn't yep. close. It was very lopsided. But what I, the thing that I wanted to highlight was how they finished in terms of the offense. Back-to-back scores with Kenny Pickett and then obviously going to uh, Mason Rudolph as well, getting a touchdown. Seeing that, I was kind of impressed with that. Because we know this defense, I do feel like it's more it has a lot more depth in it at the key positions than, per se, on the offensive side of the ball. Sure. When we start talking like offense, we know the receivers, yes, we're like, yo, we're loaded there. But behind Najee, we don't feel like the depth is as secure as we would like it. Behind the starting offensive line unit, we don't feel like it has the best depth either. Mm-hmm. So when you start talking about that second and that third unit going up against some of our twos and our threes, Robert Spillane – well, yesterday if Robert Spillane wasn't a two, yesterday it would have been Devin Bush in that capacity. But think about it, if Devin Bush is your two in this setting – that's difficult to go against. Yeah. When you think about some of these guys, I mean, a DeMonte Casey, you know, and as we go down that list of others, it's like, man. So when you're seeing Kenny Pickett still be able to make a play, you see Mason Rudolph still be able to make a play. To me, I like that. That's them in the face of adversity showing up. We heard Coach Tomlin, one of the themes that he talked about in his press conference was the difference between the drills and the actual football that's played and how in the drills – he slants it one way or the other intentionally. So when you think about seven shots, that drill is slanted towards the offense. Sure. But when you talk about some of the injuries or the guys that they didn't have available, it's like, man, well, when that advantage isn't in your favor, how are you going to overcome that? With Mitch, unfortunately, he wasn't able to do that with his group. 
But to see Kenny be able to do that, to see Mason be able to do that, to me, I just think that that goes a long way when you're talking about Coach Tomlin's mindset in terms of determining who will be that starter come week one. Hmm. No, that's that's an astute point by you. It absolutely is. Um, and I, I, I do think that there's there's certainly something to be said there for, for how the offense finished. Now, there was some back and forth. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw this, too. Kenny Pickett made that nice play, rolling yes. out, escaping pressure, finding Jay Sternberger in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people on the defensive side, though, claiming that that was a sack, that, eh. they, that, they, that they got their hands on Kenny, that you well, know, well, if, you, if you're you allowed know to hit the quarterback, he would have been down Come on, on the ground. Now. It's been plenty of seven shots where we would all be saying, we mm-hmm. sacked Ben, and Ben is saying, no, you didn't. Ben's like, you ain't touched me, and then he's like, well, y'all know what my mixtape looked like. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we know what your mixtape like, but we ain't well, on that tape right ben now. Ben can get away with yeah. that maybe he's more, like, he's more like, so say, than others. Y'all know, Ben, when, when is one person that ever brought me down? I'm like, oh, my gosh, here <laughs> there he was, goes. There, was a, there yeah. was a lively back and forth between uh, between Chris Carter and Dale Lolly. Dale thought, no, that's definitely a sack. Chris said, no, that's definitely a touchdown. Man. Regardless, you know, it, it was a nice play, and they they did certainly finish much stronger than they started, and they've been back and forth in, in that regard the whole time. Um, but what about the Miles Boink and toe, toe drag swag nice. in the back? I it like nice. that. Okay. It, it was nice. It absolutely was, and, and that's what you want to see. You know, again, we, we don't know exactly what this season's going to look like for Miles Boink and what his role's going to be. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we're all confident that he's if he's out there against the third-string guys – he should be able to make some plays. Hey, w- w- I love when you bring up the Tunch Ilkenism. Okay? <laughs> In honor of our buddy. It, it, one time for the culture. If you can't beat the Stiffs, uh-huh. you are a Stiff. 100% correct. If you can't go out there and beat the guys who aren't going to make the team, uh-huh. well, guess what? You're not going to make the team. So, yeah, it is encouraging in that aspect. That's what you yeah. want to see when they get into those opportunities. Yeah, and I was also glad to see that for Mason because we knew the narrative that first week was – Kenny Pickett not being included in seven shots, Mm -hmm. him not getting reps. And then when he did finally start to get reps, it was just one rep. Mm -hmm. And people didn't feel like that was justified. They didn't think that that Coach Tom was doing right by Kenny in terms of this QB competition. And we kind of broke down that dynamic and things like that. You're trying to see different people with different groups. You want to create certain adversity and things like that. But it was good to see when it flipped. And Kenny obviously had those two reps, and he performed mm-hmm. the way that he did. Mm-hmm. But for Mason in particular, the mentality, yeah, it doesn't change. It doesn't matter what group you're in, you have to be productive. It doesn't matter if you're with the ones and everybody's trying to give you praise. It doesn't matter if you're with the twos and they're saying, hey, man, we want Kenny in front of you. Whenever you're out there, in particular for Mason Rudolph, just make plays. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that we can say consistently he's been doing. And the next thing is protecting the ball. And to me, I just keep thinking of that. And when I see Mason as the third guy with just one rep, but he's able to hit Miles Boykin for that touchdown, to me, that's significant. That's staying mentally engaged and staying locked in. Because that's a natural adversity that was created there by me solely just moving you from the twos to the threes and you going from two or three reps to one rep. You can pout. You can say, man, what's going on, coach? I've been playing well. Why are you moving me down? Right. You could say I should be moving up. Or exactly. Right. You could take that approach, yeah. or you could say, "Hey, man. Well, you know what? I'm pissed off. I'm not doing it. I don't, I, you can have my rep, coach. I don't want that rep. You can go that route. Give as it well. to the seventh round rookie. Yeah. Since you want to take my reps, but he doesn't respond like that. He responds in a professional manner. He responds in a way that is going to ultimately continue to win over this team and win over this crowd. You keep doing things like that. You keep stepping up in the face of adversity. That's why we love Ben. Mm. It wasn't because of all the great moments. It's because, man, when you thought you were on your last leg and we were out of it, he found a way to make a play. That's true. He found a way to rip somebody else's heart out, and we all felt that jubilation. And those are some of the things that we're trying to see. Who has those qualities? Who has those characteristics in them? 
And we're hoping that, man, it's one of these dudes that are currently on the roster. Maybe more than more than one, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a very good point by you. You, listen, we know the Mike Tomlinism, the, the don't cut your eyes off, right? We don't blank, or, or sorry, not don't, don't cut your eyelids cut off. Your eye. oh, cut your eye, don't cut your eyelids. Don't cut your eyes off. Please don't, don't. Whatever you do, don't cut your eye You won't be You won't be okay? blanking, but you also won't be seeing anything yes, either. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, do not do that. <laughs> let me let me retry that again here. You all know the Mike Tomlinism, all right, yes. cut your eyelids off. Those, yes, just eyeballs only. Meaning, of I course. I mean, eyelids only. See, I'm repeating you over here. Meaning, of course, don't blink. Right, you yeah. know, don't don't be scared, don't blink, don't be uh, dismayed. Keep keep looking ahead, keep uh, you know staying in the fight and, and all those yeah. different things. Um, and I think you know that that classic Tomlinism really applies to this quarterback competition because, as you and I have stated, like there's there's going to continue to be movement there. I think mm-hmm. we would both be surprised if we don't see Mason and Kenny or both with the ones at some point. What's then that look like with Mitch Trubisky if he's out here running with the twos or threes? What's it look like for Kenny if he goes back to running with the threes at some point? What's it look like for Mason if and when he does get that shot with the first team? Is he able to capitalize on that? All those different, you know, those are those are those, you know, not knowing when opportunity is knocked, just knowing that it's going to knock at some point. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, it's been a lot of fun to watch specifically at that position because, again, we, I mean, it's been 20 years basically since we've had a legitimate quarterback competition out here in Latrobe. It's It's been fun to watch that day-to-day progression. Now, how do you think this dynamic should go today, man, in particular with the seven shot? Do you like it as this particular rep distribution where it's being four uh four two one or would you want it to be mixed up just a little bit more three three two or three or three three one or sure you know how would you want to do that so i was thinking it's funny actually i was thinking about this driving home yesterday from practice and even three two two yeah, that's all. yeah. hey you can two three two hey now one four two <laughs> how um, many combinations could we come up with like i was thinking about this because uh, let's be clear i mean mitch trubisky did not look great in in seven shots yesterday mm-hmm. so i'm thinking about this driving home and i'm like you know he continues to get the first reps he continues and, and we to will get say this though he did have a drop that is true that, that is true and I, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go that yeah, yeah in just a second right yeah. at first i'm thinking i'm driving home and i i'm always trying to replay everything in my mind right that second time so that I remember it when we come right, back right. to to do this today because you know how that lurks a lot of times I'll see something out there on the field and I'll be like oh I gotta talk about that with Mozi tomorrow and, and totally then tomorrow free. comes yep. and I'm like oh man what was that I'm, I'm totally one of those forget. guys if I don't write it down it's a yep. wrap so I'll take a couple not a lot because I don't like to you know I don't like all the reporters out there they've got their face in their phone the entire practice yeah. I don't like to do that because then you miss stuff too but I do jot down a couple things in my notes and then I'll kind of replay the moments that I want to make sure stick, you know, as I'm driving home in my head and, okay, one, two, three, four here, whatever, key points, things I want to make sure I remember. Yesterday when I'm doing that, when I'm going back through the practice and the checklist and the rundown and everything, I'm thinking, all right, you know, Mitch continues to to run with the ones exclusively. He continues to get the most reps in seven shots, and it hasn't looked great, you know, Mm -hmm. particularly in that drill. Correct. Maybe it's time to change something. Up. Let's see. Hey, you know what? Maybe maybe if you got Mason up there, maybe all of a sudden they'd hit it a fifty percent clip. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get Kenny up there. Maybe he's able to make a couple plays. But then I also thought he he hasn't had the full gambit either, right? And I mean, he's, he's going against he's close to the full. He's gambit going on against the other side. close to the full yeah. gambit. I mean, basically besides Minka on on the right. other side. Um, and then particularly yesterday, I'm like, do I really want to crush Mitch Trubisky for those four reps? Again, mind you, not 40 reps, yeah. right? Four reps. Where and, and, and one of them has a T.J. White out there. It's like where, where, yeah. where you know, legitimately one of those should have probably been a score. Yeah. And the other three, again, 
He doesn't have his top two wide receivers. He doesn't have his top tight end. He doesn't have his top running back. Yeah. So then I started to maybe you know ease off a little bit and think, all right, what's the point? What you're you gonna move, you get somebody else back down in there? You know, maybe it's just more so about letting Mitch develop continuity with the guys who are there. Um, but I, but that has created its own issue in a sense, man. But that's why we also talk about availability being the most important thing in certain capacities because it is hard to build that rapport. It's hard to build that dynamic, that trust, and just the timing. People forget that part of it from Ben. Even though the skills might have been diminishing as he was getting older, his timing was always on point with these receivers. And it's a certain level of trust, a certain level of anticipation that goes into that. And it takes time to build those type of rapports, man. It definitely does. Oh, it absolutely does. And I get that. Um, so that was kind of the, the dilemma I was having in my mind. Yes, all right, should we should we split up these reps? You know, it's not exactly like Mitch is lighting it up or, or even, you know, the offense is scoring at a 50% capacity. But then I'm also th- – I mean, no Deontay, no Chase Claypool, yeah. no Pat Fryermuth, no Najee Harris. There's excuses, and then there's reasons. Correct. You know? Like, yes. if it was, oh, he just doesn't have Deontay Johnson out there, but everybody else, that's all right, an that's excuse. an excuse. Yeah. But, I mean, legitimately, your top two wide receivers, your yeah. top tight end, your top running back – Against this defense. Or just imagine how we would feel about our roster going into a game if those were the guys that were not out there. Exactly. We would not feel we'd be like, the oh, most man. optimistic about that performance. <laughs> right. Like we yeah. we might we might have to you know score seventeen points to get a win here in, in this outing. Yeah, you're no, without you're, a you're doubt, absolutely man. right. So everything is again, I think particularly the quarterback competition, you gotta look at it, you gotta try and do more of the bird's eye view thing as opposed to the the day to day minutiae. No, I agree with you on that, man. Well, we're gonna continue this conversation, man, um just discussing the practice and ultimately, man, what we're gonna be looking forward to. Stills will be out here in about an hour and a half, man. We'll start taking the fill. But uh, don't touch that Dallas. Arthur Moss and Wesley Euler right here on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler back out here at beautiful St. Vincent College, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Right here on SNR, the only place giving you wall-to-wall live coverage of Steelers training camp with all the experts. Oh, yeah, you don't want to touch the Dow. I mean, for those who were up here earlier, you had a chance to hear Max Starks, Craig Wolfley. We know what they do. Mm -hmm. Then, obviously, you know, yours truly, Arthur Motes, and my main man with the good hair, Mr. Wesley Euler. And then you can't forget the drive, man, you know. Dale Lally, Matt Williamson, giving you that hard-hitting analysis during the heart of practice from Gotta a beautiful it. vantage point, might Gotta I add. It. Yeah, man, this is definitely a station to be at, man, so you don't want to touch that dial, whatever you do. But, Mr. Wesley Euler, as we're looking over here at Autograph Hill and how long that line is continuing to get, it's a beautiful scene, man. Looks it like is. we're going to have another packed house for Steelers training camp practice, man. Yeah, I keep doing this thing where every day I'm like, ah, maybe it won't be that crowded today. <laughs> it's a Tuesday. It's a Wednesday. The weather's this. The yeah. weather's that. Good luck. But, yeah, you know, and I, I should have anticipated that because, you know, in, in the days of yore, right, yeah. in the precedented times, mm-hmm. as some might say, you would have a couple slow days out here. Yeah. 
but now, you know, no one's been out here for three years. People are jonesing to do stuff like this like, again. We can't miss a day. You know, you, you had probably a good amount of, of Steelers fans who, you know, in the last three years, their kids have gotten to a certain age where they mm-hmm. want to get out here. You know, they've got friends who had been trying to get out here for a few summers and then couldn't. Or you even um, think about probably some family members that passed absolutely. away, man. They said they wanted to come out here, but they couldn't. Absolutely. And they're saying, well, you know what? You remember Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe always wanted to come out here, so I'm going to come out here yeah. every chance I get. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely uh, one of the things that you have to really take into account, man. But it is crazy when you think about it. It's 1224 right now. Still an hour and a half. An hour practice. and a half until practice. And, and it they is, are it's out hot. here, man. I mean, it's in the it's in the mid eighties yes. right now. Yeah. It is it, Jacob, you know, young Jacob shaking his head <laughs> over there. He's also got about ten pounds of hair on top of his head. But he looks the part, though, man. I tell you that he's a rock star for all the young ladies out here, man. He's ready to go. All right. <laughs> all right see, I'm just glad I know the guy. All right. <laughs> eighty four degrees right now. It's supposed to get up to eighty seven here before practice is over. God bless everyone who's sitting out there. Yeah. In the open field. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. I brought the bucket hat today for. Practice. Practice, Smart move, see, man. That's a vet move be, right there. It's going to be serious out there. Definitely a vet move. But um, speaking of practice, yesterday we had the switch up for our competitive drills. We talked about how when we were doing backs on backers, that drill was slanted towards the defense. It's designed for us. And that's why anytime a linebacker loses in backs on backers is a big deal because we're saying, hey, you're going to get a chance to get essentially a free running start unabetted to the quarterback, no offensive line to worry about, and this guy, get, he can't cut you. He has to stay high. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no reason you should ever lose in backs on backers. Mm-hmm. But that's why we always applaud those running backs that become specialized in that drill and become standouts in that drill. I always think of a guy like Rosie Nix, for example. He was one of those guys that really took advantage and became one of those guys on offense. You're like, yep. oh, you don't want to see him in this drill. No. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. But yesterday, it was the switch. We went to routes, having the running backs, tight ends, obviously matched up against the linebackers. And it turned out to be a very, a very unique performance. But I can't really say that I'm surprised, you know. When I think of the star of that drill, Mr. Anthony McFarlane, I say, man, you know, I'm actually glad to hear that he was dominating in that manner because that is the role that he's potentially trying to carve out, the niche that he's trying to develop at this level, and ultimately why we were so intrigued about picking him up in the draft a couple of years ago. But I was really glad to hear that, man. But what were your thoughts on some of that then that was going on with the uh, the routes and stuff? You know, again, it was it, it's one of those things that we've talked about where – you know, in seven shots, you're a little disappointed by the status of some of the wide receivers just because you don't get to see the full gambit, the full firepower of the Steelers' offense. The other side of that, though, is is you do get a look at some of these other guys, and you and I have mm-hmm. talked a lot about how, you know, we can argue, oh, is Deontay Johnson a, 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 a you know a high end or a, a true number one? What is exactly Chase Claypool's role? How high are you on Chase Pickens? Er, Chase Pickens, George Pickens. <laughs> you know Chase Pickens, that dude. Um, you know. There are, though, a lot of guys here in this setting that have accomplished, you know, uh, plenty during their NFL career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Miles Boykin is a guy that, that doesn't have a ton of catches or a ton of numbers, but was a high pedigree guy coming out of Notre Dame, has a lot of the skill sets that you can't coach, you know, the size and the traits that you can't coach up that you're just born with or not born with. Anthony Miller is another guy who had success in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. He's, you look at his numbers, like he he's a guy who looks like he belongs in the NFL, has had productive seasons, has had no. seasons with a handful of touchdowns. 
Um, you know, we talk about a, a Gunnar Olszewski who's out here in this setting, a Calvin Austin who's a rookie fourth-round pick that there's some high praise for. Of course, uh, George Pickens as well, too. There's a, a lot of wide receivers, you know, in this camp, I think, that there's not going to be room for everybody. Right. But, but a lot of these guys that seemingly belong on NFL rosters at least have the traits, the skill set. The characteristics. The characteristics, yeah. the ability to contribute to an NFL team, you know, whether it be as a top four wide receiver, whether it be on special teams, whether it be a combination or both. But the Steelers have six or seven, it feels like, legitimate NFL wide receivers out here. To me, that was the, the good part of yesterday. I, I, I really like what we saw from Anthony Miller again. He's been one who I thought has he's had a really strong I guess week since camp mm-hmm. you know, since, since since camp opened up this past week. Um he, he's been one who I thought is making plays. Miles Boykin making plays. For the tight ends as well too. You know, a, a guy like Jay Sternberger who's getting more yeah, and more man, he's getting more opportunities. More and more yeah. opportunity, absolutely. I thought he's made some nice plays out here as well too, both in team period and in individual drills. So as much as we would like to see Deontay and Chase Claypool out there, and as much as that's important that they're developing chemistry with whoever the QB one, we all think Mitch Trubisky, but whoever right. the QB one is going to be the the you know the the silver lining of all that is these guys on the list that are four five six seven eight that are fighting for those you know those spots on the back half of, of the wide receiver roster you've been you've been able to get to see much more of those guys no you're absolutely right man and one of those guys when you talk about the back end of the roster different position but same you know you're talking about a guy that in a sense, has been forgotten about, Ulysses Gilbert III, man. Yeah. He was another one of those guys yesterday during the one-on-one portions when Anthony McFarlane was putting his mixtape together. He at least had some success out there. And it just made me remember him in the sense of, man, this isn't a guy that we've talked about a lot over these years, but he's been around and he's very athletic. And I just wonder what it would take for him to really get himself in this conversation, right, to, to start to, you know, Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Cover some ground, man, because he's been here for what? Four years now, almost. Four years, yeah. You know, and it's kind of just like, man, at what point do you decide where you're going to be? Do you want to stay as a guy that's, you know, in the back of that depth chart? Do you want to be a guy that moves forward? Because what's the difference athletically between him and a Devin Bush? What's the difference? You know, I mean, we were talking about the size and the speed, him being a little bit smaller of a defender as well. He's definitely one of those guys that, to me, man, seeing him make that play yesterday, it's like, man, all right, just thinking about that a little bit more with him, man. Yeah. No, I – that, that, I think, is an area to be encouraged by. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's a week into camp, so there's enough of a sample yeah. size there. There's still m- much more ahead than there is behind us, what I think, so 15, 15 more days. A whole not lot 15, of days. Not 15 more practices, but still 11 yeah. or 12 more practices over the next 15 days. Um, some of the areas, I think, where we were a little concerned about depth, 
you've you've felt you felt better in that regard. It, it does yeah. feel like you know linebackers one of them. While we've while we're still waiting for Devin Bush to make a few more splash plays right. here. He had one the first or second day of camp. Yeah. It was where he had interception. the inter- the interception. Mm-hmm. Still want to see a little bit more of that. I think you're feeling really good about everybody else in that conversation. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about Miles Jack and Robert Spillane and Mark Robinson and Buddy Johnson. Um, that's, that's an I think, an area to be encouraged by um, for this unit and for what we've seen for the first week of practices here. So far. No, I would agree with that, man. And like I said, man, it's one of those things, man, as this practice continues to progress, these training camp practices and stuff like that, we're getting a chance to see different guys make plays, different guys step up, and they're doing it at various points in times and in different drills, but it's all important. You have to be a playmaker. When you're talking about your NFL livelihood, you can't just be a guy that's just out here. You have to do something that stands out. Sure. And whether it's creating a turnover, whether it's a PBU, think about Cam Sutton, what he's been doing out here. He's getting his hands on a ton of footballs. That's how you stay in the fight. That's how you stay in the competition. That's how you stay on this roster. And when I think of some of these younger guys, Ulysses Gilbert and some of the other guys in there, and they're with him, Mark Robinson included, Buddy Johnson, making plays. All these drills that we see. Stacking those good days yeah. on top of each other. Because we know in the team setting, sometimes just by the design of the plays or by the design of the drill, you're not going to be able to be an impact player. So, for example, in seven shots, Certain calls, it's like, man, if I'm on the backside of this play and it's a net, he's throwing a fade ball, I can't do anything to impact nothing. this. There's nothing, nothing I can do. Yeah. So it's plays like that that happen organically during the day where you're just by scheme not going to have a chance to make a play. But in these drills, every single rep that you get in a you drill, got a to make you a got play. a chance to make a play. Yeah. And that's where you got to make your hey. You stack all of those opportunities up, and they count. Coach Tom, he looks at each and every one of those reps, and he will pull each and every one of those reps at any given time mm-hmm. to highlight or to talk about where a guy needs to improve. And this is in the team meeting rooms I'm talking about right there. But it's just the importance of understanding each and every opportunity. Mm-hmm. Don't look at it as just, oh, it's a drill. All right, I lost this drill. It was I wasn't supposed to win anyways, right? It wasn't in my favor. So it's okay. It's like, no, you have to make plays. Mm-hmm. The more plays you make out here, that's how you get a chance to make it out of here and also make that 53-man uh, roster. Yeah, and, and you're right. That is one of those opportunity knocks moments is when you get into those drills. Uh, quite often it's you versus one other player. It's offense versus defense. Saw some really good um, you know, wide receivers and defensive backs in terms of some some blocking drills yesterday and things like that. And you know, a, a great like like two dogs, one bone type uh-huh. situation. Who's gonna win? You know, it's it's that gladiatorial aspect of it that you have discussed on the show before, that uh, that Terrence Garvin has discussed on the show before as well too, where it's a whole lot of people standing around watching you and somebody else duke it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? for, for your NFL lives. For man. your NFL livelihood, for yeah. your for your career. For your, for your families, man, for, for your, your children. Family, your financial yeah. future. All those things. And, you know, what's encouraging to me is in this type of setting mm-hmm. where it's hot and you're beat up and there's all the pressure in the world. You know, for, for a lot of these guys, obviously, yeah. for T.J. Watt, there's not a ton of pressure out here, right? <laughs> right, but, right, right. But for, for a lot of these guys, there, but, there no, certainly no, it is. It's a different type of pressure, though. It his is. pressure yeah, isn't in the sense of winning his job or not. His pressure is in the sense of living up to the contract, living up to the defense player the of the year. The expectations. Being ready to go yes. in September. Yeah. Being ready to go while not getting all these reps that you're typically accustomed to getting right. either. It's, right. it's a different level. It, it certainly yeah. is. It certainly is. But in terms of 
fighting for your NFL future. You know, there's there's a lot of guys out here that are in that boat, and they get into those situations. It's one on one. It's hot. You're beat up. It's 90 minutes into practice, yeah. and you're and you're feeling like crap. Your and shoulder your, hurts. Your, your shoulder hurts. Hurt. Your knee hurts. You're hungry. You're your, trying your, to get your to hair dinner. hot. Your hair hot. <laughs> your hair on top of your you're hair hot. Sweating so profusely <laughs> in that black helmet that you can't even see through your eyeballs. Your, half the your time. ears get hot. You're like, why my ear feel like this? My ear burning up out here, coach. Back of your neck <laughs> yeah. burning up like you're a, like you're a farmer down south, right? Your, your, your mustache get hot. That's how I feel out here when I hit sometimes. Um, when you see guys continue to be able to stack good days despite you know all that adversity, despite all the reasons not to really. Yeah. That's when you start to get encouraged, and we are at that point now. You know, a week into it, two padded practices into it. Um, where I th- it's it's safe to start putting some. We're not crowning anybody, but it's safe to start putting some uh, stock into what we've seen with this sample size. And and you have to be encouraged by again a lot of those those guys who are, are starting to stack good days at positions where you know where we've been hoping for for some people to emerge. No, without a doubt, man. And I'm definitely also liking the physical theme. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that even though it's been a couple of years now since we've been back out here to late trobe. I was worrying that, you know, Coach Tomlin might get a little soft on the guys. Mm-hmm. He been over here at Hinesville kicking his feet up, you know, taking it easy. I was wondering, I was like, man, are we still going to have that thumping element, that tackle to the ground element, that physicality? That's a staple in Pittsburgh Steelers football training camps. And it's good to see that my man Coach Tomlin has not lost that as they're going to have three days in a row oh, yeah. with them pad things on and plenty more days to come. But that's what we do here. That is what we do. That's what we do here, man. Ten days away from the first preseason game. Are you excited about it? I am. How are you I'm, looking forward to it? I'm excited to see how practice continues to ramp up in yeah. the, the next ten days as well, too. I can't wait. And whoo! I tell you, Friday night lights just a little over 48 hours away. Oh, baby! We're gonna see. We're gonna see how the fellas are doing by the end of the week. Because this, I mean, this is this Friday is a night tough, lights. A big day, man. This is a tough week. Uh, that's a big day. Six straight practices. You yeah. got the Friday night lights into the Saturday afternoon turnaround. Uh, this this is a big week. And so, if you can shine, if you can stand out over these next few days, that's that's gonna go a long way. Yeah, and when you talk about the six uh, the six straight days, full padded practices each mm-hmm. day, Coach Tomlin is really strategic in doing that. It's been plenty of times where, you know me, I, I, anybody that knows me knows I'm vocal when I don't like something. I'm vocal when I have any type of issue. I can't sit on my You're tongue. not one of those guys who just yeah. buries it down deep and nah, forgets about nah. it. Well, when I hear people say, hey, man, I suppressed it. And I'm like, how do you do that? I don't know how to suppress it. That doesn't sound healthy. Yeah, I just got to get it off, you know, for better or worse. So I I would always start it off with, hey, coach, with all due respect, you got to, you know, sure. Coach, Coach, with all due respect. With all due respect. You know, I trust your all knowing, your your, your all keen mind and and the wisdom that you have. Somebody once told me, I forget who it was, but Mm -hmm. anytime someone says with all due respect, you already know where we're going. They're about to throw out some disrespect. But I was like, Coach, you know. Um, Anytime someone says not to get personal, yeah. they're about to get personal. Right. Co- coach, with all due respect, you know, I trust your judgment. I would never question your planning. But, Coach, what is the purpose of us going six <laughs> consecutive days in a row, Coach? Like, what are you trying to prove here, Coach? Coach, what is the point of us having Friday Night Lights at 7 p.m. and then turning around and practicing at 2 p.m. the next day, and Coach? And having a walkthrough before that. And a walkthrough in the morning. Like, yeah. Coach, what are you trying to accomplish here? Coach, that's never going to happen in the NFL. Co- coach, We're not going to play ha- on a you, Sunday night and then mind, play coach? Monday afternoon. Like, Coach, what's going on here? And, you know, he, he goes down his spill of, this is why I do it. Because I need 
physicality. I need mental toughness. Need I need that calloused body need it. that has been broken down and built back up. Ooh. Because ultimately, that is how you survive in this league. That is how you have longevity, especially in the dog days late in the season, November, December. Weather is cold. It's dark when you're driving into work. It's dark when you're driving home from work. You're feeling miserable at times. This is why. And I thought back, and I'm just like, Coach, like, geez, I hate when you're right. <laughs> I hate when you're right. You know, you know that feeling you're like, really? It's kind of like when, when, when you go to your dad and you your mom, your and, and you're, you're like, like man, I got, I'm going right. to get him this time. And you're like, oh, you know what? I guess you were right. Mm-hmm. So even though this is always the stretch mm-hmm. of camp that I despised each and every year, and each and every year I would still have this exact same conversation because I just wanted to check and see if it changed. I'd be like, Coach. Still the same thing? Still, okay. Just, just, all, right, all right, just checking. Just, just checking in. Just, if, if you change your minds, let me know. Yeah, get back to me if things you know? change. Yeah, yeah. Just, just checking, just checking. But this is, like I said, <laughs> that part, man, where you really have to just put your head down and go to work. It's not going to be pretty all the time. You're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some bad reps. Mm-hmm. But you cannot let one bad day or one bad rep become two bad days become two bad reps. You can't allow it to multiply. You just got to keep going. Short-term memory you know what you did wrong, correct it, and now we got to keep going. And as long as they can do that out here, man, you will survive these six days and not just survive it, but you will thrive in Absolutely. these moments because that's the other part. Coach Tomlin identifies the survivors and the thrivers because mm. there's a difference. He certainly does. There is a big difference when you're talking about that dynamic out here on this practice field. Particularly the, in some of those drills, too, that yeah. you mentioned that are slanted one way or the other. Absolutely. The survivors, they, they I got my rep. I, I did my one rep, Coach. And he's like, Nah, I don't want you surviving. Get you another one. Coach, I did two reps. I'm good now. I don't want you just winning those reps. Yeah. I want you to dominate those right. reps because you you're can, in the position to succeed and you're up against a rookie. And yeah. It should not be a stalemate if you're up against a rookie. It should not be a, oh, man, that was kind of close if the odds are in your favor. Mm-hmm. No, uh-uh. It needs to look like the odds are in your favor. Mm-hmm. And on the, uh, the invert side of that is, hey, if it's stacked against you, I do not care that it's stacked against you. You right. better be competitive as heck, and you better be fighting until you can't fight anymore. Because guess that's what? That's, that's life. That's football, right? You better it's believe not always going to be a 50-50 even playing field. A lot of times you are. The odds are going to be stacked against you, uh, and you gotta you got to find ways to, to still be able to have an impact. No, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. But we are going to get ready to go to another break because – since it is a most host Wednesday, baby, you know I ain't getting fined. Direct out all here. fines to Arthur Mills. No, Mills. no, 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 no. I'm sending him to Young Jacob, man. That's what I'm doing. The intern, the young guy, not even intern. Excuse me on that, because he's credentialed now. Oh, he is credentialed. He ain't paying. He, he pays all fines. He's been day. around for a while. I know, but I say he he he's here here, so he's definitely paying the fines. I'm not paying those fines. So don't touch that dial, as y'all already know. It's Arthur Mills, Wesley Euler, right here on Steelers Nation Radio. This is Black and Gold Fan Heaven. Listen to this crowd. SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler back in the saddle, finishing up the first hour of this two-hour show today, 12 to 2, for your live coverage. But don't forget, man, SNR has you locked in. Live coverage from the morning time. You know, obviously we talk about that 10 to 12 hour with Max Starks and Craig Wolfley. And then you can't forget about The Drive coming on as soon as we get off from 2 to 5 o'clock covering this practice live mm-hmm. and in person. Beautiful vantage point. Dale Lolly, Matt Williamson. So once again, why would you be touching a dial? I mean, this is like perfect. If you're out here early, what you do is you pull up your phone. We you had know, that. You know you got yep. that app. You know, you, you pull it up. 
whether you're on the podcast or whether you're on Steelers.com or Steelers football app, whichever one you use, mm-hmm. and you pull it up, the SNR thing, and you'll hear this talking thing going on. It sounds like my voice right now. There have it sounds like Wes's voice going there on There have been right some now. people out here out and about on the campus that have yeah. had their Bluetooth speakers That's with SNR playing. It's pretty cool. Mozi, can I brag for a second? I, I need you to brag for a second, actually. You know, I, I made the joke in the lead-up to camp at times in the past when you and I have talked about camp, and, you know, I've always said it's it's funny for guys like you and Max and yeah. Wolf, and, you know, Tunch was this way as well too, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, the former players that, that everybody wants to get pictures with and autographs with and all that stuff, and, you know, how I'm just kind of a lot of times an accessory <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> Partner. They hit you with the, hey, can you hold the uh, camera? <laughs> Before we went on air today, I got asked to take a selfie by a nice man named Craig. Hey, all right. Was it I Wolfley? tell you what, it was not Wolfley because oh. that would be cheating. Um, Craig with a uh, with a fantastic mustache, might I add. I mean, he looked like he walked right out of a 1950s boxing adver- mm. advertisement with this mustache he had on. Uh, saw me and said, you know, hey, you're Wesley, right? Can I get a selfie? That's now four straight days out here. I mean, not to, it's not to because not you to brag, all right. A rock star, my four friend. straight days out here that I've been asked for a, a picture with someone. I mean, I tell you what, eventually my head's gonna be so big you won't be able to sit behind me out here on the grassy knoll. You're a rock star. I expect nothing less. I mean, when I walk over here now, they're like, "Hey, is that the guy that works with Wesley Euler?" I'm like, "Yep, I sure am. My name's Arthur." But I work with Wesley, yes. <laughs> yes that's, that's, that's how they know me how, now, man. That's how it goes. You know, and, and I embrace it. I, I lean into it, and I enjoy the fact that you are officially a rock star now, man. I'm you're, getting there. You, I don't know if I'm officially a rock star, you, but I'm on the close. tour. You're, I'm you're, on the tour. You're on the tour. You're, you're on like the tour. a roadie right now. You're I'm, a roadie. I'm, I'm, how about the warm-up act? Okay, yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah, there, there we go. There works, there I'm like works. the hype man that comes yeah. out and, hey! Hey, 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 you ready to die? All right, Pittsburgh makes some noise. Who wants a free T-shirt? We got the SNR boys. They'll be out momentarily. All right. Like, that, that's you right now. I always did think that my missed calling in life was to be a hype man. Like, if I would have, if I, you know, like, I should have been a friend of a rapper or something. Yeah. Like, I would have been a really good hype man. Oh, yeah. I, I was specialized as Puff Daddy. Like, yeah, that's that, what I mean. That, like me. I, I'm dancing in the video. Oh, I'm, I'm dancing in the video. In the video I'm guy. grabbing the microphone. I'm getting everybody yeah. jacked up yep. before, you know, before the main act comes out on stage. I, Yeah. I should have, you know, I, sh- I should have been born next door neighbors to Wiz Khalifa or something. That sounds about right. be the best hype man in the business. That sounds about right. But speaking of, you know, being about right, speaking of being impressive in certain elements, there was a certain individual that Coach Tomlin was highlighting yesterday. Ooh, talk about it. Uh, Mr. 3-0. 3-0. Now, initially when I heard 3 I started, whoa, whoa, James Conner, where you at, baby? You back in town, baby? Come on, that's only one 3-0 that I know. But, no, he was referring to the young rookie running back out of Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. Jalen Warren. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, I said, man, this got to be an awesome experience for this young dude right here. You're coming into a scenario where the running back two job is up for air. It's up for grabs. Excuse me for that. And then you're thinking that you're, you don't know how many reps you're going to be getting. You don't know what your role is going to be in training camp. And Najee Harris has a surprise, you know, foot thing where we want to take it easy and be a little bit more cautious with him. But it opened up a door. Mm-hmm. And his response I feel like it was eye-opening, man. It was. It definitely was. But I want to get. I want to hear from you first, man. In terms of like your thoughts on Jalen and just what he was able to do yesterday to ultimately be getting that type of recognition, man. Yeah, one thing that really stands out to me about him, you know, we saw the first few days the athleticism pop, and and he's got the speed and the quickness. He's got that twitch that you want, right, from from a ball carrier of his size because he's not the biggest dude. Yeah, very true. Um, but you know what? 
we, the, there's been the complimentary side of that as well, too, where a lot of times, like the Calvin Austin thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we discussed first day of practice out here a week ago today, about a week ago, a week hey, ago. Hey. You know, Calvin Austin broke off that, it took a screen route 70-some yards to the house, mm-hmm. And 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 was and was fantastic, um, you know. And the athleticism is popping there and everything. And okay, that looks great. But let's see it when the physicality element is yeah. is added as well too. Um, for for Jalen, a, a lot of that has there's been the complementary of of both skill sets there. Where in the athletic moments in the first four non-padded practices, he was able to stand out and make mm-hmm. some plays. And then when the pads went on and the physicality was introduced, still able to hold his own, still able to look like he belongs, you know, not looking like he's too small for the position or any of those things that were the, you know, the concerns that led to him being undrafted right. out, of, out of Oklahoma State. Um, I, I definitely think, you know, if we were making a list of people that in the past week that their stock has gone up, right? If we were doing mad money right now, Uh-oh. when it comes to Jalen, Bye 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 bye. Hey, I love to hear that right there, man. Because he was one of those guys, man. Um, him and Mateo Durant, where a lot of people were excited about them, wanting to see yeah. what they yeah. could do, how they could change the dynamic, or just the overall layout of the uh, running back room in the depth chart. And it was good to see that a guy like Jalen Warren could start to turn heads, man, to start to get that type of recognition. The one thing that um, Coach Tomlin talked about that I really enjoyed when he was speaking on Jalen Warren in particular was how he's embracing competition. Because we know how, as I was talking about in that previous segment, where not everybody thrives in these moments. Correct. Some guys, they try to survive. And it's a difference when you're watching it. And what is that difference, man? The guys that are actively trying to get better, the guys that are actively trying to get more reps, they do Mm -hmm. not care necessarily about this drill being geared towards them. They don't care about a matchup because you get the other guys that are in line, they're counting. We call them we call them counters. They'll be in there and they're like, all right, if I'm at number three in the line, this guy's going at number three. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, what, you go in front of me, bro. I, I, you get in front of me. I'm going to tie my shoe real quick. Like, <clears throat> we see those type of guys out here. Yeah, and that's yeah. also, man, you don't want that. But to see that Jalen has been embracing this and ultimately rising to that occasion, and even, like you said, it's not been perfect. He hasn't been winning every single rep. But to see that he still is not afraid to go back out there, I love that part with him, man. Yeah, I do too. And he was a guy, you know, like he has had, um, I think, a nice body of work up until this point. Mm-hmm. You know, he, again, I think some people think, all right, he's a smaller guy. He's a twitchier guy. You know this as well as I do. Like there's, I think, a lot of times a a stigma with some Big 12 offensive players, right? <laughs> that they just, oh, they play in that wide open spread yep. style, but when things get close quarters. And they can't do it. They, they, they can't physical. do it, right? Yep. Jalen Warren is a fantastic pass pro running back. Yeah. Like, he is great in he's pass compact, protection. He's compact, bro. He's really compact. He's, he's short. He's not little, though. Particularly when you consider yeah. his size. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it, it's one thing for, for someone like Najee Harris to, right. be, to be good in pass protection. For Jalen Warren's size – uh, man, he just he checks all the boxes yeah. when you when you're looking for depth running backs. Mm-hmm. You want guys with that well-rounded skill set. We know he can he can run the ball, right? I mean, obviously that is the the most the most important well, we, part we of being a running that. back. We definitely need that. You got to be able to tote the rock, but he's a threat out of the backfield. He could protect our quarterback if we need him to. That well-rounded skill set is what you're looking for with your depth options. And, man, Jalen Warren has all that. He really does. And, like I said, he's shown it in the athletic portions of practice. He's shown it in the physicality portions of practice. He is he has been a, I think, again, one of those guys whose stock has been rising pretty rapidly out here on campus. No, it definitely has been. And I'm glad, like I said, for him, 
in particular, man, that he's getting this opportunity. So I'm hoping that he continues to make the most of it, man. But um, we're going to continue breaking down this practice because you know I got to talk about the rotation that's going on at inside linebacker. Oh, yeah. So when we get back, we will be discussing that. But it's Arthur Most, Wesley Euler, right here on SNR. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight visit lisa.com slash iheart that's l-e-e-s-a.com slash iheart 